You're listening to Asbury University's Chapel Podcast, recorded live from our campus in Wilmore, Kentucky. Asbury's Chapel Service hosts speakers from around the world to inspire academic excellence and spiritual vitality. We hope you enjoy today's message. Oh, oh, hello. Okay, can everyone kind of see us? Sorry, I'm not important, so it's okay if you miss my face, but hopefully you can see all theirs. Okay, so we're going to start with our first question. We just kind of want them to go through, introduce them. If you haven't had a personal connection with them, um, just who are you all? Um, what are you all involved in? And then speak to your um, current position as SLA. How'd you get there? What's your favorite part? Where do you serve? All that kind of stuff. Okay, I guess I'm going first. Um, I'm Brooke. Um, I am the, <laughs> that's my roommate. Um, I am the SLA on 2nd Crawford in GC. Um, and so, what else am I talking about? I'm a junior, you all know that. Um, I'm a double major with intercultural studies in Spanish. Um, so I love that. I love um, just being with people and um, talking in Spanish. And um, yeah, I'm not, huh? Oh, and I'm the SLA. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess some of my favorite things about being SLA. This is the first year that I've known every single person's name on my hall. And I really like that. Um, it's fun just being able to actually walk by somebody and say, oh, hi, um, Annie, or hi, Haley, or whoever um, I happen to be walking by. But, yeah. Hello. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm Quinn Endicott, and I'm also a proud member of the appointed class. <laughs> Only time I'm going to get a shout-out in chapel. Um, I am on underground I'm the only appointed underground member, but proud, proud undergrounder. Um, yes, cool dorm, cool dorm. I have really enjoyed being SLA. I, like Brooke said, this is the first time that I've intentionally sought out a relationship with each of the guys on our hall, and I know them by name and kind of what they do, and that's been helpful um, to really bridge and to gather. I didn't really intend to be SLA. I was just kind of encouraged to try and apply. So I did and I got it. And that's kind of that story. But I really enjoyed the atmosphere my freshman year on Underground. It was me and my old roommate, Andrew Coombs, if you know him. Uh, we were the only freshmen on the hall. And so they just welcomed, welcomed us in. It was a little intimidating, but we just dove in. And it was such a great space for me freshman year. And I wanted to create that space for the incoming freshmen this year. And being on leadership in the hall allows that to happen a lot easier than you being a random member of the hall, stepping into leadership when you don't really have a title. So that's kind of why I've justified being SLA now. Uh, hi there, I'm Justin Spoon, uh, and I'm the SLA of Wolfpack and Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this is my second year being an SLA, and uh, I actually never applied to be an SLA. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, a couple years ago, I just kind of, we didn't have anybody apply on Wolfpack, so uh, yeah, I just kind of ended up in this uh, position, is still here, and I, I love it. I've uh, loved every second of it. Uh, I'd say that my favorite part of being an SLA is kind of like these guys have said, um, 
getting to know all the people on my hall is just fantastic. Uh, and getting to see them grow um, has been amazing, watching them grow in their relationship with Christ. Uh, I, I love uh, seeing them catch themselves doing things and, and learning to improve and do all those things. Uh, definitely one of my favorite parts of the job. Hey, um, I'm Katie Banta. I am SLA of Kresge 3rd East, also known as Goose. Goose. I'm so proud of you all. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, I didn't apply to be SLA until like last minute. Um, and I, this sounds awful, but like it's actually a really good thing. Um, it was kind of, it was a God thing, I feel like. Um, but yeah, Kresge needed more SLAs and it was something that I never imagined doing. Um, and yeah, it's been one of the best decisions that I've made. Um, my favorite thing about it so far is definitely, we have a lot of freshmen on our hall, which is really cool um, because they're all like sprightly and new and wanna do things. And we've had such like involvement that like we have to tell our girls to go to bed because they're hanging out in the unit all the time. And like, sometimes I have to like tell them to go to bed and say no because they're so just, I don't know, involved. And it's like, I never expected that because I've never had like, a hall involvement like that before. Um, this is the first time that I feel like I'm on a hall where it's like, I don't know, we're a team. Like, we're, somebody's proud to be on their hall. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Thank you, guys. So the second question that we have um, would be, how do you guys stay filled? What are some disciplines or some acts that you guys take to maintain your relationship with Christ and to make sure that you guys are growing and being intentional. Okay, I'm going first again. <laughs> um, so some things that I do, I um, am very intentional about taking space for myself. Um, and so one of the things that I do is I'll get up a little bit early um, and I just have just some time where I can just sit um, and be, and I'll usually read my Bible, maybe listen to some worship music. Um, but that's something, that's a part of my everyday that I um, do my best to protect that time. Because if I don't get that time, I notice a difference um, throughout my day. I'm just like, oh, I'm not um, as excited to be around people. I'm a total extrovert. If you know me, you know. Um, but like, I just won't, I'll be a lot more tired if I don't do that um, and just things like that. Um, and I also am very intentional about um, having a core group of friends around me that um, they also fill into or pour into me. Um, and so my roommate is a great example of that. Um, and then the people in my band, um, Banded Discipleship is awesome. Um, I've, this is the first year that I've done that. Last year I was like, eh, I'm around enough people, I don't need to do that. Um, but this year um, I am doing that and I've found it's something that has become really valuable to me, and I really um, enjoy it, and it's really, it's a highlight of my week every week. Um, and then, I mean, going to church, I feel like, is a given, but making a point to go to church and not saying, oh, I've had a really long week, I'm tired, I don't want to do that. Um, and then just having space to have conversations about faith things that doesn't necessarily, it could be at the lunch table, it could be sitting in the stoops, just talking with friends. Just kidding. Don't mess with the buttons on the mic. <laughs> You'll turn it off. Um, and so just like things like that, being intentional about um, being open with your friends about where you are and that kind of thing, because then they can see who you are and they can pour into you in spot places where you're like, 
Brooke, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And they can kind of catch that and correct me, and I do the same for them. So. First off, I want to point out how tired all of you look. Like, <laughs> you're dead silent. You're just sitting there just... <laughs> so... It's it's a little a little intimidating to be talking and just fall on silence every transition. So bear with us. <laughs> bear with us if we are uh thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> just bear with us. Um so I would want to reiterate a lot of what Brooke said. Taking time each day to just sit with the creator, like taking a step back and creating space where you're not thinking about, oh, all the tests I have going on or all the family drama that's going on in my life or all the friend drama right now or figuring out what I'm doing with the rest of my life. Taking space to just sit still is so helpful. And even just 30 minutes or like I've started, I'm not really a nap person, but I've started taking like a 20 minute nap and I do not realize how long 20 minutes of just laying down and doing nothing actually is. It's so nice to just have to not do anything. Even like putting your phone aside, that watch, looking at your phone does not count as rest, guys. I'm pretty sure we've made that very clear. And I hope that you're not trying to convince yourself that it is because it's not. Um, also, something I'm terrible at but I'm trying to get better about is the Sabbath. Again, taking a rest day. So Saturdays, sometimes it's Saturdays, sometimes it's Sundays, sometimes it's Fridays. It depends on what your schedule is like. But being intentional with the Sabbath to genuinely rest will just help your week so much more. Um, Also, I have a thing where I kind of need to get away from Asbury once a month at least. Um, I've grown up in Jessamine County my entire life, and so... I've known Asbury my entire life, and I just need to get away. So so whether that's going to the Red River Gorge or going with some friends to Cincinnati, just getting away can be kind of helpful, especially if you're just stressed out with drama that might be going on. Stepping out of that is very healthy. Um, Also, finding time with friends can be very impactful. It, It can be difficult when you're stressed out of your mind trying to complete assignments and you feel that you have a lot of individual responsibility that you need to take care of to figure out your adult life. But we're in college. Spending time with others and growing in relationships is what college is about. And you don't have to agree with every single person that you spend time with because we're meant to stretch and grow in our understanding of faith and our understanding of ourselves and just sitting around with people that are just going to be yes people for every question you bring up or every thought that you have is not going to help stretch you in the ways that you can stretch around here. Um, nothing else comes to mind. I'm stepping off my soapbox. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just being intentional with rest is so helpful. And it's taken me two years to understand that. And I'm still really bad about it. But I encourage you all to do that as well. Uh, off that same platform of intentionality, a relationship with God is like a relationship with anybody else. You, you're not going to maintain a friendship if you're not, you know, seeing that person regularly, if you're not around them, spending time one-on-one. Like if, if you're got a friend in a friend group that, uh, you guys only hang out with other people around, 
you're not going to really get to know that person. That's just like if you only go to church and only go to chapel. You're not going to make a relationship with God just meeting with him in a public space. You have to come to him on your time and set aside time for him in your life so that he can come to you and, and you can actually form a relationship with him. Um, and I think one of the more profound things that I've heard, I think it might have been in a chapel um, over the last couple of years, um, had to do with the speaker was talking on um, the difference between God and God's works. I think a lot of the time, especially in um, positions of spiritual leadership, we get this concept that we can be filled when we come to, to lead those other people um, and meet with other people in God's presence. But there's no replacement for God himself. Um, kind of like you said, taking that time to, to rest in his presence. And especially for us being students, the stress of college life kind of gets to us a lot. And in that, God is peace. That's one of my favorite things to remind myself of. Um, there's no stress in meeting with him. There's no worry. He is he's peace, and uh, I'm always filled when I think about that. So, yeah. Um, I feel like there's nothing else to say. Um, but, yeah, um, in all honesty, like I'm going to be super vulnerable on this. I was not um, doing this about a few weeks ago. Um, I got to a point where, like, I had filled, like, other people up so much and like just poured out so much that I was it was bad I was so empty um and I'm still a little bit in that place where I just I don't take enough time for myself um I think a lot of it too is that like I mentioned we have had a lot of involvement on the hall and stuff and um it's exciting to like be there for people and talk to people and get to know you know people who especially in their walk with God like it's it's just something so, so exciting. Um, but I've had to step back a little bit and learn that one, sometimes I have to say, like, no, I have to do my own thing. And that stinks because I hate doing that. Um, but also if I don't do that, like, we're going to fall apart. Um, so, yeah, just being intentional, especially with friendships and stuff, um, it can be really hard when, especially when you become extremely busy doing things like this and then just your own schedules. Um, especially with friendships that have always seemed really like natural and you've never had to work towards. And then you get to a point where you're like, oh, I, I actually have to go out of my way and like make this work. And I want this friendship to work. And I want, you know, it, and it's not just friendships. It's your relationship with God and like academics where you have to put forth that effort because it's not going to come as naturally anymore because you have your own things going on. It's ugh, complicated. But, but yeah, just... Um, just becoming super intentional, like that's that's just the perfect word for it. It's just intentional with everything, with your relationship with God, with sleep, with your friendships, and then also like finding the core things in your life that mean the most. Because I think, um, like when you first come to college, it's like, yeah, I want to be friends with everyone. I want to try everything. I want to do this, that, and the other. Like I'll be a part of this group and a part of that group. Um, and then as you get deeper into you know, your academics and things that you're doing here, you have to come to a point where you find the core things that are going to help you the most. Um, 
and just be there. You couldn't hear me, could you? Was that to me? Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like there's those core things that are going to impact your life the most and help you the most. Um, and I think it's important to just like find those, what really like God wants in your life and pay the most attention to those things. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you all for those answers. I think it's important, even if you're not in a you know ministry position or a specific spiritual leadership position, if we are Christians, we you know have opportunities to lead others. So I think that's beneficial to all of us in our walk with Christ. So our next question that we're going to go into is um, kind of a loaded question, but hopefully this will be able to help everybody. Um, so how do you all deal with doubts about your calling and purpose? I think this is something that we deal with as human beings in any one of our walks and kind of as people who have stepped into these roles, um, it's good to kind of learn how, how they deal with them. So hopefully you all can walk through those situations as well. So do you want to start somewhere else? Okay. <laughs> Katie, right. here I am again. Um, yeah, I've had, I'm not going to lie, like, I've had a lot of doubts about being SLA just because it's something that I never, like, planned for myself. Um, and then, you know, everyone has flaws. And so trying to lead others and also being like, hey, I screw up all the time. Um, and just, I don't know, there's, there's always going to be doubts with things like that. But what has helped the most has been, one, the reassurance of, like, the girls in my hall and... Um, just the way that I have felt like not that I'm making a difference, but like God is using me to make a difference in their life. Um, and just being a vessel is like the number one thing that we want to be in our lives. And it's the best thing we could be. And so seeing people see God and trust in God because of something that he used me to do or someone else on our hall to do is like just such a reassuring thing of like first of all whether I am flawed or not this is not about me this is not about my ability to lead or my ability to talk to someone it, it there's no glory for me and you know the other people that are doing this um, it's all about glorifying him and then also just trusting in him because I've learned especially this year that God is going to put me in the situations that he wants me to be in. And it's usually the ones that I don't expect. Um, so randomly I'll just be like, Oh, okay. You want me to do that now? Like SLA. Okay. Like we'll try it out, but uh, yeah, cause I don't know if I can do that. Um, but like he wouldn't have me here if that wasn't his plan for me and it's not something that he wanted. Um, and that goes for everyone too. And just like every position that you're in each day, like, there's a reason that you're there. Um, and also, I don't think I've nearly helped the people on my hall and, you know, in just on campus near as much as they've helped me. So being SLA, I feel like, is not even for them in a way. Like, I just, I've, well, it is. I don't, that sounds awful. I'm sorry. But what I mean is, like, I've seen my life change so much through it. And so it's been like a group effort of this is where I need to be because not just am I being used as a vessel, but they're being used as a vessel for me. Um, so, yeah, that's great. So I think it's, it's really natural for everybody to, to doubt the calls that God's put on our hearts. Um, I mean, all you have to do is look through the Bible, like 
flip to any page and literally every single story is God telling somebody to do a thing and the guy's like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> and so it's like, if, if something were easy, God wouldn't have to call you to it. He, you're not gonna, he, he calls you to things that are gonna be difficult. And that's, that's always a hard thing because um, we, we as Christians sometimes step into this life thinking that things will get easier when we come to him and we, we pray to him and we do these things. But um, in all reality, sometimes it's going to get hard. Uh, but at the end of the day, if he's called you to that task, it's because he's deemed you the tool for the job. He knows you are enough. And, um, even if you sometimes feel like this might not be the situation for me, you've been chosen and you can look at all the, uh, the reasons why not and, and what, what have you. But, um, at the end of the day, it's, it's his world and he created it and he knows it best. Um, and for whatever reason, he's called you to step into that job and, I know that like I had doubts kind of like Katie said about stepping into the SLA job because I always thought of that as something more for an uh, extroverted person. Um, this is like my worst nightmare right now. <laughs> I am a very intense introvert. Uh, I, like, I like my alone time. So um, <laughs> I, I definitely did not think that um, SLA was something that um, God could use me in but um i've been here for two years and uh i love it and um i i definitely think that it's grown me uh and i hope it's grown my guys so <laughs> yeah what time is it because i can't read the clock 10:35. okay so yeah you all are almost there one step closer to fall break um, <laughs> to be honest, I have no clue where I'm going, what I'm doing. I have no idea what a call is. Um, and I've, again, lived in Wilmore where there's world-renowned theologians all around me. And I have no idea where God is directing me at this moment. We're juniors. We have, what, three and a half semesters left of college no, like, that, that's a reality, guys. Like, it's scary. <laughs> we only have three and a half semesters left where it's easy to define what we're doing with our lives at the moment. After college, it's your choice. Sure, God may call you. I'm not 100% sure what that looks like for you or for me, but we're going to have a choice. And I saw a statistic somewhere that we work 90,000 hours on average of our life and that's a third of your lifetime spent working so we're having a choice come up pretty pretty quickly like how are we juniors what the heck sophomore musical happened like the, uh, yeah like this is this is a very difficult question to wrestle with and I have no answer uh, sorry there's, there's no <laughs> there's no clear answer to this question and I admire the people that have something that they're passionate about and are pursuing that. I wish that I had that. Don't really know what that would look like for me. But 
I just encourage you all to really wrestle with that reality. You're going to have to make a choice. And it doesn't mean that it's the end-all, be-all of choices. I've heard a lot that what you major in isn't what you end up doing with your life. So what you're doing right now isn't going to be the end-all of your life. God, as Justin said, may call you in a specific direction. And sometimes I feel like most people say, oh, yeah, I was called here. But in reality, they end up there and they're like, yeah, I guess I was called here. I just am here now. And they don't really know how they got there. God works in ways we can't ever comprehend. We are limited in our human capacity to understand it. And this sounds very Debbie Downer now that I'm realizing. <laughs> there's, no, there's no answer. So <laughs> at least for, in my opinion or for me. But I, w- I want to encourage you all to just wrestle with that question. Talk to people. Like They can have insight into what you seem to be good at. And I'm terrible at listening to that insight because obviously I still don't know what I'm doing. Um, But yeah, just have that conversation with yourself, with others, with your family. Just have that conversation. (laughs) That was a weird spiel. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I guess one of the ways, this is not necessarily doubts just related to where I'm called in life. I'm kind of in the same boat you are. I'm like, I like people and I like Spanish. I don't know what job I'm going to do. That's fine, though. Um, and so just one of the things, like just doubts about life in general, um, something that has been really helpful to me is just being able um, or having friendships around me and people around me that I can be like, hey, I'm struggling with this. I don't really know what, like, I don't um, feel like I'm supposed to be here right now. And um a lot of my closest friends, my inner circle of friends, they're really good at calling out the lies um, that Satan puts in my mind. Um, and so I think something super important about um, just working through doubts and working the, through the, thing, the lies that Satan puts in our mind, because um, that's his goal in life is to make us not happy, um, is just like having those people around me who are full of Christ and who are also striving with you um, to be closer in Christ who can see the places where um, you're struggling and be able to say like, hey, Brooke, why are you believing that um, you're not good enough for that internship? That's what I'm looking at right now, internships, fun times. Um, Like, go for it, push yourself, do things like that. Um, And just being able to have people around you who will speak life into you and speak truth into you. And um, yeah, that's a big thing. Well, give them a round of applause. <clears throat> we appreciate them just, you know, sit, sitting before you all and kind of sharing their experiences. Uh, but like a big part of this is we want to show like spiritual leaders are not someone that is above in their spirituality or someone that has it all together, has all the right answers, as Quinn touched on or has you know the path before them set out perfectly but they are people that are saying okay lord i hear your calling and i'm going to step into this and so we're proud of them for stepping out we're proud of all of you all and the ways that y'all step out um to just share the lord and so we hope that this time was just insightful for you all because i mean we're peers we're we're walking with y'all we're you know no one's above one another in their spirituality and i just pray that we can lean on one another better as a class um as we finish these last three and a half semesters that we have and go into our uh, 
callings and worlds that the Lord is calling us. So we're going to close with our um, class hymn, and Kellen's just going to pray right before that, and then we'll wrap it up. So Jesus, um, we thank you so much that you've given us this opportunity to hear from some of our classmates. We thank you for these SLAs who have volunteered to spend their morning here and to share a little bit of their hearts and of who they are and how they lead. So God, we pray that you just continue to bless them and that you just continue to bless this class, God. You know, we have these three and a half semesters left, God, and we pray that you use every bit of it, that there is not a single second of this these semesters that just goes to waste, God, that you are here and that you are working in the midst of everything, speaking to each and every one of us, empowering us, helping us to grow into who we are and who you've called us to be, God. So we pray, Jesus, that you just continue to bless each and every one of us, God, and to just foster this sense of growth and identity. It's in your name we pray these things, God. Amen.